Episode number 644, Transform Your Organization with Top Talent. You're listening to the official BNI Podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI Podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California. And I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you today? I am doing fantastic. And you didn't ask where I am. I am in uh, Necker Island this week in the Caribbean, um, having an opportunity to uh, spend some time with uh, Richard Branson, uh, my wife and I. So it's, uh, it's a fun week this week. And of course, it's part of International Networking Week. So uh, I'm doing some International Networking Week uh, activities here here on Necker. And uh, I have a, a guest today who I have not had on the podcast since episode 388. And we can't wait that long to, to do another podcast together. And that is Graham Wyam-Miller, who's the CEO of BNI, a position that he's held since 2014. Uh, Graham also serves as the director of the BNI Foundation, which focuses on children and education. Prior to BNI, Graham was the CEO of a 35-year-old home care services company with 250 locations throughout the U.S. And prior to that, he worked at the American franchise company, Bank of America and Merrill Lynch. Uh, Graham's received his MBA from Harvard Business School and his bachelor's from uh, uh, William and Mary. Uh, he's a certified franchise executive and a Six Sigma black belt, which is I think really cool and very difficult. You got to look it up if you don't know what that is. Uh, he's participated in seminars and panels at Harvard, Stanford, and Georgetown universities. Uh, he lives with his family in Charlotte, North Carolina. He's a three-time Ironman triathlete and a marathoner, and he has summited Mount Kilimanjaro. He and his wife, Sarah, who's a pediatric emergency room doctor, enjoy movie time with their kids and playing with the two German Shepherd puppies. Uh, Graham's got a great family who I've had a chance to meet. On a personal note, uh, Graham, I got to tell you, what you've done with BNI is spectacular. It's been a pleasure watching you lead this organization and in uh, working closely with you. I cannot think of anyone I'd rather see in this role. And I just want to thank you for your amazing commitment to carrying the torch for BNI and you're just doing a wonderful job. And it's a real pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate the words. Uh, it is a labor of love. It's a fantastic organization that uh, you founded and continue to build. Um, and I'm just very happy to have a chance to, to play a role and certainly to be here uh, with you on this podcast today. Well, and, and let's, uh, let's do this uh, quicker than almost five years to do the next podcast, if we can, because uh, you have great content to add and, and certainly amazing background. Uh, so you wanted to talk about transforming your business um, through uh, uh, your top talent, to, uh, you know, finding top talent to transform a, a company. So uh, along that line, to, uh, how do you ensure your organization stands for something important? Uh, I think that's the first thing you want to talk about. 
Well, as you know, BNI has always uh, stood for something important, and that's collaboration um, and and helping uh, businesses grow. And uh, if we do that as members and leaders within BNI, um, you know, our business and the organization overall will grow. So I think BNI uh, has always stood for that, and you know, we continue to 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 codify and strengthen uh, the culture as we grow around the world. I think it's more important than ever that every organization really stands for something, and that it's simple and powerful. Um, what we're finding around the globe is that really, really talented folks, you know, they want a good opportunity, but they also want their work to have a bigger purpose. And um, so I think it's really important that every uh, business leader out there can uh, clearly communicate in a simple way what their organization stands for that is different and powerful. Um, but, you know, I think it needs to be unique and it needs to be authentic you know, it can't be something that, you know, is on the wall, but the organization needs to, to live it. And, you know, if that's the case, they will be able to undoubtedly attract, you know, better and better talent, especially in tight labor markets, which, you know, much of the world is experiencing right now. Um, I'd say it's more important than ever and will continue to be in the future to just stand for something um, you know, that's, that's unique and powerful. So I want everyone who's listening to the podcast to pay note, uh, pay attention to the, the comment that he made about uh, finding your purpose. In a few weeks, we're going to have Jack Canfield back on the podcast. And that's one of the things he talks about in Success Principles is finding your purpose. I think that's a, a really important point, uh, Graham. And thanks. So uh, there's no pixie dust in the hiring process. What is there then when you're selecting people? And, and I think some of this probably transfers over to selecting BNI members, but I'm just guessing. Yeah, there really is no pixie dust, you know, no magic in the hiring process from uh, from our perspective. There's really just determination, a good process, and, and lots of hard work. Um, and so what do I mean by that? Well, I think it starts with identifying the work to get done. And is it uh, a task or you know, a few tasks, or is it actually a role? And those can be separate things. And so first off, it's making sure that there is a role, a good role for a new teammate. Then it um, next is really about making sure that the team and certainly the hiring manager are really clear on the job, you know, description and specification. Um, and then really, it's about getting lots of good candidates. And there really is no substitute um, from, you know, just having a lot of candidates who are really passionate about the role. One of the things that uh, we have been doing that has been successful is hosting sessions. We call them getting to know BNI sessions, where we can bring in uh, a good number of folks. Usually, uh, we target between 10 and 20 folks into a session where we talk about the various roles that are available. And we have a chance to get to know those individuals in that group setting and how they interact and just, you know, how engaged they are as we're outlining what BNI is and, and providing time for questions. But those sessions allow us to uh, take a, a good sized group and really identify out of that group folks that seem really, really interested in the various roles. Um, and, you know, we're always hiring. And so if we uh, don't know if a particular individual is good for a certain role that might be open, we're always kind of keeping that individual in mind for other roles that we might be hiring for now or, you know, in the future. Uh, then we have a very collaborative recruiting process, and I think the team appreciates it, and I think it leads to better outcomes. So people are often surprised um, the number of people that are involved uh, when an individual interviews, and then certainly the number of interview days. And, you know, for most of our roles, there's 
three rounds of interviews. And that may seem excessive, but from our perspective, we want to see consistency in the specific things that, um, you know, that, that we find in, in individuals, you know, before we hire them. So having many people involved and having several iterations is important. And, you know, one thing that we found, which is um, uh, that, you know, individuals that uh, we gravitate towards tend to be good at um, at least two very different things. You know, it might be playing a musical instrument and accounting, or it might be, you know, marketing and, um, you know, athletics, you, but two very separate things. And one may have something to do with their professional life, and one may have something to do with just, you know, that they do in their personal time. But but we do find that people that have these disparate interests and are are, are proficient in, in two or more things tend to be um, very successful, you know, over time. Um, and, you know, we also take a lot of time at the uh, late stages of the process where, you know, we outline very specifically in a letter from, from me what they can expect, you know, as a member of uh, the organization, as a, as, a, as a teammate on our global support team, uh, both the challenges and the opportunities that those roles present. We want candidates who are coming in with a very clear sense of what's expected. We do have a high bar for teammates on the global support team because we really want to deliver for BNI members around the world. So we, we do, uh, out, we give them a letter uh, along with the offer that we ask them to review carefully before they accept the offer. Um, and we also have a very uh, in-depth screening process where, you know, we don't do cursory, inter- you know, cursory reference checks. We really go in-depth with the folks that are provided uh, as references. And we really want to get to know this individual's prior uh, background. And, and, and that's not even as much for um, extending the offer, but how we can best support that teammate once they're on board. That's a lot of what we're getting um, out of the reference checks. And those have proven to be, you know, very helpful in supporting teammates after, after they join. So on, on BNI Podcast, a lot of times we talk about uh, things that relate to BNI. And, and I think there are some things here that definitely can carry over into the BNI chapter. But just to put it in context, what, what Graham is sharing with you here is how do you get your, your business, you're, if you're active in BNI and you want to grow, what he's describing here is really important to screen new potential people working for your company. And, and this material is gold. And I, I want to talk, before you wrap up, I want to talk about something that you incorporated uh, into BNI uh, called the, the New Employee Boot Camp. I want to talk about that. But um, before we do, can you talk a little bit about uh, the amount of time required to do what it is that you're talking about? Yeah, and I think the time... Uh changes over time with an individual's role, what we see with, um, you know, some of our junior and mid-level teammates is that, you know, they're going to spend between 20 and 30% of their time uh, helping to interview and screen potential candidates to the team. And then as they become, uh, you know, mid-level and upper mid-level managers and senior managers, they might be spending more like a third of their time. And, you know, I spend about uh 40 to 50% of my time on talent development. That's both the recruiting and also just the support of existing teammates as they um, take on new and bigger roles in, in the organization. But I think, um, you know, it's often uh, underestimated how much time it does take uh, for business leaders to, to, to build really winning teams. But it is the most um, transformative thing that as business leaders, we can spend time on. So we, we try our best to 
um, over-invest in talent development, both the recruiting and the support of existing teammates. Um, and we do that, of course, because we're really passionate about supporting BNI members around the world. But I think I think that translates to, to every one of our member uh, businesses as well. Just over-investing time in talent development always seems to have a good a good return. So my experience is that uh, small businesses, solopreneurs, uh, often the on, the entrepreneur, the owner will say, I don't have time to do this. It's just quicker to do it myself. And while that may be true, you're never going to scale a business unless you build a team. And what Graham is describing here is how he goes about building a team in BNI. And I think uh, I think it's it's content that's valuable for any company that really, really wants to scale. Uh, Graham, you implemented something into BNI, which I absolutely love, and that's the boot camp concept. Now, um, correct me if I'm wrong, is it about 30 days that somebody goes through boot camp where they're being trained, they don't get to do their job full time uh, until they complete the boot camp? And it's, a, it's, what is it, two weeks, four weeks? Yeah, so we've uh, modulated it uh, between two and four weeks uh, over time. Uh, as it stands now, it's about 30 days. And that's right, they're in a protected bubble. We let them know out of the gate that they um, are not expected to do anything other than boot camp. And that is protected time. And so the rest of the team knows, you know, not to give them projects or assignments. The, the reason that's so important is because uh, if we don't put them in that bubble, they're so anxious to kind of prove themselves that they get um, moving on different projects. And certainly, you know, people are interested in giving them projects. And, but, but bootcamp is really a chance to build a strong and a broad foundation. And what we found is that it gives them a springboard forward. They're more confident. They know the vernacular. They know how to create positive change. Um, and they just have a better experience. And it certainly is an investment, you know, on behalf of the organization to, to do that. But we found it, it's a, it's a very good investment. And so it's a structured process where they build relationships. They get to know um, our traditions. They certainly get to know, um, you know, their mentor. But it gives them a, uh, a a nice springboard, and so we found it to be uh, productive. and And we've implemented that, you know, across all of our offices. I love that concept. And by the way, the analog I think in BNI is having a chapter mentor work with somebody in that chapter. That's just, you know, that, that, that helps mentor them through the, the first month or so in BNI. But I love it. I think, uh, I think it's a great concept. I get to do the bootcamp final where we talk about the company's uh, mission, core values, the culture, the, the uh, vision for the organization. And uh, I got to tell you, I think it's one of the best things that you've put into BNI because every single person I have done bootcamp with has said, they, this is the only job they've ever been at where they really felt prepared to take on the role. And I think this is a great concept uh, for transforming your organization, um, picking the right person and then training them, orienting them effectively. So love the concept. Anything you want to say before we wrap up? Uh, no. And just over time, just to round it out, you know, what we found is, you know, after we um, have identified really top uh, managers that are really scalable um, we've tried, you know, to overinvest in programs that give them global exposure to the organization. And, and I think for any of our uh, members around the world, the, the, the same uh, is, uh, is possible. In other words, when you find managers that you just feel like um, exemplify the culture and can continue to, to lead in a way that allows you as the business leader to, to, to continue to scale into strategy and, and product development, et cetera. Um, kind of over-investing in programs to support them makes a lot of sense and creates kind of a virtuous cycle. So um, that pretty much rounds out our uh, kind of high-level philosophy on talent uh, uh, development. Well, thanks for being on uh, the BNI podcast uh, today, Graham. And let's let's have you back on before 
<laughs> quicker than we did on, on the last one, uh, if, if you're available. Uh, it's great having you on. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Over to you, Priscilla. Okay. Thank you both. Uh, that's some great information. This podcast has a new sponsor. Go check out the great content available at www.ivansinnercircle.com, where Ivan has assembled a wide variety of topics, and you are invited to participate. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast.